Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. The following story is inspired by real threats faced by California's national and state parks. Due to strong language and adult themes, listener discretion is advised. Previously on Dark Woods. Our entire expansion is contingent on securing the permits. McDouglas has a strong lead, but there is still time for Laura to close the gap. Now she doesn't sign. Then either get her to sign or bury her for good. Look, I'm trying. Try harder. If you can't convince her, find someone who will. I need your help, Mark. She's not going to sign that deal, Arthur. It doesn't matter what you, me, Jess, or anyone else says. You're probably right. I'm just asking you to try. Yeah, look, I, uh, <clears throat> I came here to, to ask you to sign over the permits. That's not your decision to make. Yeah, I know. That's why I'm not going to ask you to do that. Because you deserve better than this place. And me. I just want you to know, for your own sake, that Arthur and I, we yeah, know... No, you don't have to explain. I should have never told him about the raid, but I promise he had nothing to do with what happened. Arthur knew. I was only trying to help. Well, I'm glad I got that off my chest. This mine must be over 150 years old. No fishers. I'll come back tomorrow. Maybe more. You're die. Mark Ellis, please leave a message. Mark, hi. Uh, it's Hector Aravalo, Miguel's dad. It's uh, 12.15 at night. Look, I'm sorry to keep calling like this, but I really need you to call me back. Miguel still is in home. His phone goes straight to voicemail. He didn't go into work this morning and I just... Christina wants to call the sheriff. Entertainment and Endeavor Content present Dark Woods. Episode 6 Disappear. agreement has been reached in Baghdad, Sutter City. Between the Iraqi Mark, over. Go for Mark, over. It's 9.30. You're supposed to be at the grow site. I'm in the car now. It'll be within the hour. Call time was 8, Mark. I've got four volunteers waiting on you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm on my way. I just need to get some gas. 
Come see me after you're off. One more thing. Have you talked to Miguel today? No. Why? Give the dad a call. He says he's been trying to reach you. Seems real anxious. Yeah, I will. Over and out. You reached the voicemail of Miguel Aravalo. If you're Miguel. calling in regards to my Fisher research... Voice down. No one knew what to Pedro, do. Pedro, calm down. Just, it's gonna be they, fine, they, they, okay? They just just shut the fuck up and listen for two seconds. What do we do? How is he? Is he hurt? I don't think so. He's just scared. Okay, all right, good. Just keep him safe, okay? And no one touches him until I say so. You understand me? Morning, Arthur. Mark. Hey. You, uh, need a fill-up? Pedro, why don't you head outside? I'm good, actually. Thanks. Just, uh, grabbing some coffee. Oh, yeah. Help yourself. Uh, Pedro, why don't you, um... Go check the inventory in the back for me, okay? Uh, okay. You seem a little tense there, Arthur. Do I? Everything okay? Yeah, fine. Just trying to get everything ready for tonight. Throwing a last-minute fundraiser for Laura at the restaurant. I heard about that. Yeah, I gotta get up and say a few words. Not really my thing, so... Just antsy, I guess. Mm -hmm. Speaking of Laura, we talked the other night. Oh, Yeah. Yeah, you had me feeling pretty inspired after our little nightcap. And was that me or was that the scotch? <laughs> Funny. Uh, it's 150. You got it. So how'd it go? Good, good. She was, uh, she was pretty receptive. She, oh, shit. I think I left my wallet in the truck. You mind spotting me? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't worry about it. Thanks. So she was receptive, huh? Like, like how? What did she say? She said a lot of things. About the permits? You know... Now that I'm here, why don't you slip me that pint of Jameson back there? A little early for that, isn't it? Not really. Uh, yeah. Sure thing. Good man. Say, Arthur, remember Laura's victory party the night she got elected at her old place over in Rosewood? Sure. Yeah, I was thinking about it all day yesterday. Coming up on four years. Wow. Lots changed since then, huh? Yeah, not everything. The whole thing was just weird, you know? We had uh, just buried Laura's parents the previous week. And there we were again, toasting champagne in the same room we'd held the wake. Laura was a good sport about it. She went around shaking hands, snapping photos, putting on that fake smile of hers. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, I think I might. Yeah, I could tell she was about ready to explode. Oh, it... It was a pretty good night from what I remember. Oh. <laughs> oh, hot. Yeah, so anyway, there's uh, one moment I can't stop thinking about. Laura was standing there looking as miserable as I've ever seen her. Then you show up out of nowhere and walk right up to her. You whispered something in her ear, and pretty soon she started nodding her head. Real slow. It wasn't like with the others. She was, uh, I don't know, listening. And for about 30 seconds, I imagined grabbing a bottle of champagne off the table, marching across the room, and bashing in that beady little fucking head of yours right there in front of everyone. You lied to me, Arthur. Look, I don't know what Laura told you. You knew about the raid. If I told you the truth, you would have never agreed to help. I was only trying... You were to... trying to use me and Laura 
And I fell for it. Come on, Mark. You know I didn't have a choice. Yes, you did. And you made it. I'll see you again real soon. Linda Harding seated here. She donated $5,000, so be sure to give her some attention. When do I go up? I've got the itinerary here. Um, okay, so they're going to start serving dinner at 7.30. Then Arthur's going to introduce you, say a few words. I don't have the exact time here. Uh, I think they're just going to feel it out. Okay. Once he's done, you'll stand up. Thank everyone for coming out. That's it. Quick and easy. <sighs> what? I'm taking these people's money knowing full well it won't make a difference. Don't look at it that way. I'd rather tell them they're paying for a moral victory. Oh, sorry, ladies. Do you mind clearing the front door? Tech guys are going to start bringing in their equipment. Yes, there's a fold-out table in the corner. Have them set it up there. I'll tell them. <sighs> there's no press. No cameras. I know, I know. I'm fine. Just tired of all this. I know. Look, I'm going to head back to the office for a few hours. If you need anything... <gasps> Are Whoa! You fucking kidding me! Uh, I'm sorry, Arthur. I didn't see you. Get a I... mop and clean this shit up, and watch where you're going. I'll, I'll get some towels. Jesus. <sighs> what? Come on, let's go. Let's get this place straightened up. I'll let you handle that. God damn it! What are you doing? What? What do you mean? What? She ran right into me. It wasn't my fault, okay? What's going on? What's wrong? Nothing. What are you doing here? I thought you weren't coming till five. Yeah, I know. I just I wanted to make sure that you were... that everything was okay. Yeah, yeah, everything's fine. Okay, good. <sighs> Jesus, you're soaked. Thank God it's just water. Hey, don't... I don't hey, need to... Hey, take it easy. Look, I said I'm fine, Laura. Okay, well, you're obviously not, so why don't you calm down and tell me what's going on? I'm sorry. All right, I just... I got a, a lot on my mind. Okay, like what? I couldn't reach you last night. Why didn't you answer my calls? Because I was... <laughs> Jesus. Look, is this about Petrus? No. I didn't like how he left things the other day. You know, I wasn't trying to brush you off. Or... No, 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 you didn't. You didn't. It's, it, it's my fault. I... <sighs> I just had to see that you're okay. I'm fine, Arthur. Everything's fine. Okay. Well, this might sound weird, but seeing you all worked up like this is actually calming me down a bit. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I'm glad I could help. Give me your hand. No, uh, they're all sweaty. I don't care. I don't care. Give it here. I appreciate everything you've done for me. You know that, right? Yeah. Ugh, they are <laughs> sweaty. I told you. Try to get some rest before tonight. Okay, Jess and I got it covered. Yeah, I'll try. Look, honey, I, um... I want to talk to you about something later. Okay? After the fundraiser. What is it? It's nothing urgent. I just... We'll talk later, okay? Yeah, okay. Hey, come here. <sighs> I'll see you tonight. Mark, should we start digging up those hoses? Yeah, I'll, I'll be right there. Uh, <sighs> we're volunteering again. Mm. Mm. 
Agents to Mark, respond. Over. Should I pass that second pet? Yeah, uh, go ahead. Over. I told you to call Hector Arvalo. Oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah, sorry. I'm out of the gross site now. I'll call when I have service. Over. I told you to call him, Mark. He and his wife are with Sheriff Berg right now. They're filing a missing persons report for Miguel. What? I talked to him the other night. What did he say? Get back to the office. Berg is livid. He's on his way now. Over. Wait, wait a minute. Nina, what did Hector say? I don't know, Mark. Berg just put out an APB. Get back here as fast as you can. Over and out. Frigid Lake Superior, a fabricated creature birthed from the mind of a disturbed genius stalks the very people who created it. Ancestor by number one New York Times bestselling author Scott Sigler is a classic tale of science gone horribly wrong. Available wherever you get your podcasts. There you are. About time. Where's Hector? He's not here. Where is he? I sent him and his wife home with a pair of deputies. They're going to go through Miguel's things, hopefully come up with something that will point us in the right direction. You remember Sheriff Berg? Yeah. Take a seat. Sit down, Mark. What is this? The sheriff has some questions. What kind of questions? Sit down, warden. I don't have time for this. Neither does Miguel. I just spent the last hour with Hector and Christina Aravalo. They haven't seen or heard from Miguel since yesterday morning. Never came home, never clocked into work. We're coming up on 25 hours. They didn't see him yesterday? Not since he left the house at 8 a.m. Where was he going? Didn't say. They thought he was going to meet you. Me? Nina tells me you two spoke the night before last? Yeah, yeah, we did. What about? He was, uh, going off about something. Fishers, of course. Fishers? Yeah. Like fishermen or... No, 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 fishers. It's like a... Like a marmot. Or a weasel, a, a big weasel. All right. Yeah, yeah. So Miguel had already left me a bunch of these these voicemails. He just kept saying the same thing over and over. Saying what? I don't remember. Something about the fishers. Do you still have the voicemails? Uh, no. No, I, uh, I erased them. <laughs> what time was this? Uh, I'd I just gotten home, so maybe around 7, 8. Okay. So why is he calling you to talk about weasels? Because I've been helping him, or he's been helping me with some research. Weasel research? Yeah, no, I mean, they're connected. What's connected? Our research. What are you talking about? I think we could all save ourselves a lot of time, Mark, if you just come out and explain what you and Miguel have been up to these past few weeks. Sure. Um, I met Miguel a couple weeks back. Um, I had just spoken with Dr. Elliot down at the morgue. He told me he found traces of uh, anti, uh, anti... Uh, Anticoagulants, blood thinners. Yeah, that. He found traces in Chelsea's... I read the coroner's report. Right. So that day I go out and do a ground sweep of Beaver Creek, her last assignment. And that's when I find her canteen, half buried on the shore. Still had some water inside. I thought maybe she was drinking straight from the creek. Did you have the canteen tested? Eventually, yeah. And the creek. Both tested positive for a pesticide called carbofurin. Carbofurin. Why do I know that name? Because it's the same pesticide the growers used to spray down the harvest. They'd been diverting the runoff straight into the delta. So what does Miguel and his weasels have to do with all of this? Well, Miguel was the one running the tests. He had been for years. For his Fisher research. Nina. Yes, Sheriff? The water contamination data you presented to myself and the DEA, that was Miguel's? It was, yes. 
I thought it best to omit the Fisher aspect for clarity's sake. Why didn't you have your own people conduct the tests? Because the tests had already been conducted. By Miguel. Correct. So I'll ask again, why didn't you have your own people run the tests? You're the fish and game department, for Christ's sake. That's your job. Why use a third party, an autistic civilian? Hey. Miguel had 18 months of data ready for review. I didn't see the point in wasting more time and resources trying to play catch-up. I went and recruited Miguel myself, okay? Captain Higgs had nothing to do with his involvement. Really? I can speak for myself. Thank you, Mark. I was fully aware Miguel I went and visited Miguel at the college and convinced him to test Beaver Creek for carbofuran. That's enough, Mark. No, I want to hear this. He had no idea why I was asking for help. I never mentioned Chelsea to him. Not once. I told him I wanted to help with his Fisher research, and that was enough. So he and I ran a field test at Beaver Creek that evening. Came back positive. So I say, all right, let's follow upstream. We walked for about 30 minutes, and that's when we found... I think he gets it, Mark. Found what? The growth site. Miguel was with you when you discovered the growth site. He's the only reason I found it in the first place. You never mentioned that in your report, Captain. I omitted that, too. What? Why? Because <laughs> you knew how bad it looked. Both of you took advantage of an unsuspected... No, I told you she had nothing to do with it. She just admitted the opposite. Why does it matter? Mark! You need to calm down. You've seen Miguel's work. You know what he's capable of. What difference does it make that it came from him instead of us? He was right. So why does it matter? It matters because he's the second person who's gone missing in my county in the past 30 days, both of whom have a direct connection to you and the Fish and Game Department. Let me ask you something, Warden. You say Miguel was doing all this work for you, free of charge, because he thought you were helping him with this Fisher research, correct? Yeah, I did. I was. But in reality, you were using him to gather intel on a group of heavily armed drug smugglers who set up shop in the park. You used him, even though you had a hunch that those same smugglers were involved in Chelsea Brewer's death. I didn't use him. Do his parents know? Wow. Where were you last night, Warden? What? Hector Aravalo says he called your house over a dozen times. No answer, no response. He even called here a few times. Right, Captain? Yeah, I told him. Why didn't you return Hector's calls? I wasn't home last night. Where were you? I was at McGee's. The bar? Yeah, the bar. You were drunk. You gonna book me for that? Are you still drunk, Warden? What? No. Jesus, Mark. Captain. You're drunk right now, aren't you? I'm not fucking drunk. I can smell it from here, son. Smell what? <laughs> what is going on in this place? I want to talk to Hector. Absolutely not. I am ordering you to stay away from those people. You understand? Just let me talk to him. I'm serious, Mark. Tell me you understand. Five minutes, okay? Let me help. No. Why the hell not? That's enough, Mark. No, you're not keeping me out of this. First it was Chelsea Brewer, I then do. Rocco, now Miguel. You don't know what you're talking about. You want to help, Warden? Yes. Then stay in your lane. That goes for both of you. I can fix this. Go home, Mark. Arthur. Hmm. Yeah. Do you need to take that? 
Pick what? Your phone. Oh, uh, no, no, I'm good. Okay, you ready? Yeah, whenever you are. All right, I'm gonna head up now. Okay. Hello, oh, okay, oops, <laughs> sorry about that. Um, I hope everyone enjoyed their meal. We'll start wrapping things up here shortly, but before we do, our host would like to say a few words. Arthur Headley, everyone. Thank you, Jess, and thank all of you for coming out tonight. I, um, I think I speak for Laura when I say, you know, where is she? Uh, oh, there she is. <laughs> hey, honey. Um, well, I really, I mean, we really, we can't thank you guys enough for all the support you've shown. And, you know, not just tonight, but every day these past four years. I mean, none of this would be possible without you. So, again... Thank you. It, uh, it means the world. So, thank you. Uh, <laughs> I don't really have a big speech <laughs> or anything prepared. So, um, I just, I really wanted to, to take this opportunity just to say a few words about Laura and all the things, uh, all the things, ooh, sorry guys. <laughs> I mean, don't you hate it when that happens? Um, yeah, so, what I'm trying to say is, Laura, you're the best thing that's ever happened to me. Councilman Laura Romero, everyone. Thank you, Arthur. I'm not avoiding you, Maria. You have not been answering the phone. I've been busy. Have you? What do you want, Maria? Don't fuck with me, Arthur. Not now. Were you ever going to tell me about the kid? Of course I was. I am tired of you lying to me. I'm not lying. I just, I just needed some more time to wrap my head around it, okay? You should have called as soon as you heard. You knew that, but you decided not to. Does he know? Who? Our friend. No. I plan on keeping it that way. This reflects just as poorly on me. Okay, good. Now listen to me. I know how to make this all go away. It's too late for that. I know the kid. He's harmless. So just let me handle it. I handled it myself. What do you mean? I made the problem disappear. How? We'll have that conversation later. In person. This could have all been avoided. If only you were honest with me. You're a fucking monster. Just like you. Oh. I don't know what you're up to, Arthur. But let me just offer you one piece of advice. Don't run. Don't run from this. Because that would be very, very bad for you. And her. I want you up there tonight. Runners are coming in two days. Make sure everything is accounted for and ready to move. Bring the books. Can you do that for me, Arthur? 
Yeah. Wolf Entertainment and Endeavor Content present Dark Woods, written by David Pergolini, directed by Takashi Dosher, executive produced by Elliot Wolf, starring Corey Stoll as Mark Ellis, Monica Raymond as Laura Romero, and Reed Scott as Arthur Headley, featuring Anthony Jacques Jr. as Miguel Aravalo, Marna Milans as Maria Campbell, Laura San Giacomo as Captain Nina Higgs, and Tony Trucks as Jess Ridge. Additional performances in this episode by Luis Fernandez Heal as Hector, Eddie Martin as Pedro, Joseph Sanfilippo as news anchor, Derek Webster as Sheriff Berg, Jima Williamson as waitress. Executive produced by Dick Wolf, Elliot Wolf, and Jenny Rattle at Mast. Produced by Fiona Smith, Takashi Dosher, and David Pergolini. Our associate producers are Talia Shea Levin and Lydia Smith. Casting by Sarah Isaacson. Production assistance from Romelia Osorio. Engineering by Bobby Howley. Editing by Nathan Rule and Bobby Howley. Additional editing by David Pergolini. Sound design and mix by Nathan Rule and Bobby Howley. Original score composed by John Kafer and Michael Dean Parsons. Foley artists Mike Miller and Bobby Howley. Additional engineering from Matt Rocker at Underground Audio. Production and post-production services provided by This Is Sound Design Studios. Production legal by Chad Russo and Ramo Law PC. Payroll services by Violet Romero of ABS Payroll. Our line producer is Alex Levine. Darkwoods is a production of Wolf Entertainment and Endeavor Content in association with Wave Runner Studios. For more information, visit EndeavorAudio.com. This podcast was recorded under a SAG-AFTRA collective bargaining agreement. No animals were harmed in the making of this podcast.